Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. There's actually a fair amount on the list you cannot see. There's nothing I need to revisit from uh, last week, uh, except for a few things. Um, but a lot of this is just, it's, I, I just gotta get all this out. Um, because none of it's good. Uh, there's not been a whole lot of upswing. I mean, I'm basically emotionally, uh, you know, breaking even right now, but, um, so let's just jump on that. I went through a family horrible, a horrible family thing. And it's not to say that any of my family is, um, sick or anyone died, nothing like that. Um, but I got invited to a family dinner. I hadn't seen, um, this side of the family in, in a couple of years just grew apart, just, you know, whatever, I don't get along with them really well, but I thought after a couple of years, sure, and I will make, you know, make it down there and see my nieces and, and all that, and basically, it's just, there's drama with my cousin and his ex-wife, and I'm pretty sure my cousin is on drugs, um, let's just face it, he's lost a lot of weight, he's using a lot of excuses on why he's really late when he shouldn't be. Um, but he tells, you know, my uncle one thing, tells me another, and he, and he wasn't, I could tell he wasn't being honest with me, and I could tell that he was on something, and that there was something wrong, and he, he just couldn't look me in the eyes, and he was very distracted, and he kept trying to deflect the conversation whenever I go, like, what do you want, man? Because I got him, you know, we went outside and smoked a cigarette, and I was like, you know, what are you on, what are you on? He's like, oh, you've never been this righteous, you know, you smell like rehab. I'm going, I got help. Help I needed. Um, cleaned up my life. But, and he was like, well, I mean, you know, if, if you know, you want to know what's going on, like, we got to hang out. I'm like, I don't want to be anywhere near you, man, when you're on this stuff. I'm not on anything. I'm like, dude, you're twitchy. He goes, uh, I'm twitchy. I'm twitchy. Okay. So he answered that he was, he, he fought, he argued with me that he was twitchy by being twitchy. He had a stutter. He's never had a stutter. I, I just don't understand what's going on. And he wasn't honest with me. And, you know, I'm not necessarily writing him off, but... And I, I told him, I said, I'm not going to squeal on you. I'm not going to tell the ex-wife. I'm not going to tell the cops. I'm not going to tell your parents. Between you and me, like, if, you know, you're going to talk a big game about that we're going to be like brothers, then be honest with me. And he's like, well, you're not being honest with me. I said, well, what do you want to know? And he asked me some questions, and I answered them honestly. And he goes, oh, I said, your turn. He goes, well, I'm not on anything. I said, well, you know, I, I don't I don't think you're being honest. I think you're lying. And I just can't be around that. I, I just, I can't. Um, and it sucks because this is a cousin that I was very close with, um, and he had his problems, and I thought he cleaned them up. And then after the divorce, the, after the divorce, rather, he, it was just a downward spiral, and it's not a good thing, and he was talking about it. he's like, oh, I'm afraid, you know, we're fucking up the kids, and I'm like, everyone fucks up their kids, you know, um, with my kid, her mom, uh, uh, once talked to me about that she was afraid I was gonna give her social anxiety, because I was raising her to be kind of a video game comic nerd, and that's very insular, and very, um, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, it's me at a computer, or it's me reading, it's a door closing in the background, um, you know, and then I suffer from social anxiety because I'm not well socialized. And my daughter's mom thought that's what I was going to do to her. And I'm like, well, you know, if it is, then I can help her because I know how I overcame that. But my point is, parents fuck up kids. It's been happening since the dawn of time. Look at Cain and Abel. Look at the Kardashians.
I was trying to get ahead on the BACN, and when I say trying, I mean I actually did. Um, I managed to edit an episode yesterday, uh, work on a variant, um, build the RSS uh, for two different shows, um, and I'm going to be doing some web work uh, today. I know I've talked about how I keep procrastinating on that. Well, today I'm going to actually do it, because usually I update it every, you know, I, well, I, I try to update the blog every month. But uh, I tend to update the variant covers every three months, and I'm coming up on a six-month mark, which is not good. Um, so once I get, like, this, you know, the past three months, I'm going to have to start working on the next three months. And I really just want to kind of clean my desktop and um, just really hunker down and get some work done. And getting ahead on variants and editing episodes is how I do it, because then I'm left with nothing but the web work outside of a few, um, you know bouncing around websites and getting stuff in place for uh during the gaps uh i guess new season speaking of 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 getting podcasts together i don't think we'll obviously be doing the uh the fantasy football podcast i tried to get a hold of uh, the host justin uh he never got back to me uh it's not my job to, to babysit um you know, I'm the boss, but it's one of those, you want to show? Yeah, well, then we need to sit down and do this, this, and this. And if you don't call me or you don't have the time to sit down and go, you know, X, Y, Z, then I, I can't help you. Because um, if you can't sit down to talk about design work and co- and ad copy, probably not going to have the time to sit down and do a show every week or every two weeks or whatever it is. Um, but we're still plugging along on... Um, uh, I've, I've kind of broke even on... Uh, the the scenes we lost in KBACN, so I'll be running new scenes uh, uh, in a couple days at time of recording, uh, and I'm going to try to work on fear fear agents probably tonight. So uh, once again, I'm trying to get ahead. I'm trying to get stuff done. I really want to get to a point where I can have a day where I don't have to do, you know, I can take a day off of the day job and I can take a day off of the network and I can actually do that. Um, without falling behind or feeling crappy about it, like I talked about a couple weeks ago. The one happy thing uh, right here uh, this week was that uh, after Deb and I had talked, I think I talked about this a little bit on Dam, and I think, you know, it got brought up on um, No Applause that, you know, I'd lost my entire collection of trade paperbacks of the collections of comics. And, um, you know, it was a 15 year collection, and um, Deb was like, yeah, we're going to try to rebuild it. And I said, well, I don't have the money to, to get every book again. That's, you're out of your mind. But, you know, I said, I do want to, you know, I would rebuy a bunch of the Peter David X Factor stuff and then continue on to get the rest of that because I really liked it. And it just happened that I ended up with a discount, uh, a coupon for Barnes and Noble. And I went out and got, uh, Batman Death of the Family, which is, uh, this new 52 Joker story where he's been gone for a year and, he, uh, how do you make the Joker more terrifying is he cuts off his own face and then he, like, puts it back on with these, like, weird, like, strap clamps. Ugh, it's fucking gross. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I know that uh, it's got a few people that I, I know and I like on it, like Scott Snyder doing the writing, Gail Simone doing the writing, um, Greg Capullo, uh, and Ed Bennis drawing. I've always liked them. So, and it's interesting because I get to see kind of the new writer names, I get to see the new artist names, and I get to kind of look at all of that. Um, and kind of reimmerse myself in this comics world. And uh, I sent Deb a picture of the book and said, you know, the collection begins again. And, you know, it's it's just funny that today is Batman 70, like this is the actual day, the 75th anniversary, and I'm talking about Batman. 
Um, it just happened that way, people. I'm telling you. Pure kismet. Um, other than that, I'm a huge Batman fan. So that was kind of the, the gem in the rough, uh, you know, if we were to quote Aladdin songs. Um, trivia took kind of, uh, we kind of got beat up on the second round when we played yesterday. Um, we've got the tournament uh, this weekend at time of recording, actually the day that we record uh, No Applause, Just the Clap. Um, so it's going to be a really tight uh, crunch on this weekend to record the boys on Friday, stream the gap, um, not stay late. I catch the early bus on Saturday to slam through a recording and, um, uh, uh, you know, get the tournament, uh, get to the tournament, check in and, and start playing. So, um, but yeah, we took a beating. We were in first place, uh, the first half and then the second half, we just ate shit. Um, just, you know, well-educated guesses, but still guesses. I thought I might've blown it with soulmate, um, girl who, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of get to, to this last thing uh, right now in the middle of this thing where, you know, it's like I, I'm getting to the point where I just don't care. Um, and uh, in that, you know, I think girls, they know when they like a guy right off the bat. At least they know if he's attractive and he's, you know, worth talking to. And then it's up to the guy. I don't know. I, I, I thought, like, I'd, like, playfully argue with her and be like, you know, I can be someone that challenges you and, and whatever. And I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I overdid it or did it wrong, but uh, she wasn't very happy. And she wasn't in a good mindset to begin with. Uh, neither was Deb. Um, so it was a very weird um, kind of second half of trivia when kind of the, the mood kind of shifted. And I, of course, uh, being that I have empathy now and um and more in tune with my emotions i i reacted and kind of got kind of moody and i think deb sensed that you know something was going on because all of a sudden i got quiet and um i think i just i i don't read um the girl very well i think she she's just hard to read it's hard to kind of you know forecast what's going on in that in that head of hers and so it's i'm having to constantly kind of adjust myself or you know, double check or double, even double guess myself on, on socially interacting with her. Um, but you know, I went out for a cigarette, came back and now she wasn't like, you know, hooking up with this guy or kissing him or hugging him or anything, but she was standing next to this guy who is kind of a D bag, um, total douche. And I know from, you know, uh, talking to other people that, you know, she kind of goes for douches. Maybe I'm just not her type. Maybe the, you know, moderately well-adjusted nice nerd is not her type you know nice guys we finish last and douchebags they finish first um you know i don't know if it's a matter of you know just that he gave her a certain kind of attention versus i am a bit more casual in that and i i honestly thought about asking her out for drinks i was like you know i don't want to make it fucking weird and it, it was just, like, me and her standing there with, like, next to this guy. And I'm like, I don't really want to make a jackass out of myself in front of this guy. Not that I give a shit what he thinks. But I don't want to make her awkward. And I don't want to make me awkward. And we have to, you know, do this tournament on Saturday. And I don't know. I don't know if I blew it or not. But like I said, it's getting to the point where I don't care. Where it's just emotionally draining to, you know, like I said, double-guess myself. And constantly, you know, adjust what's going on in my in my brain and in my with my mouth 
kind of appease this girl because Deb's built this thing up in my head. Well, I think I need to let go. I need, you know, I need to take the pussy off the pedestal. That's what I need to do. Um, unfortunately, I'm also kind of wrestling with like kind of this general hopelessness where, you know, I'm worried that nothing will change and that, you know, I'll get through this tough, you know, the, I'm on this like last stretch and, uh, it's just, it, it makes me feel hopeless. Um, that nothing will change and that, you know, it'll be the, you know, same shit, different day or, you know, every day is exactly the same even after that. Um, even if I get a new job and a car and, and, and grow up, it's like, so what? I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It could be, you know, kind of the mild depression that I suffer from that I just, I just go, and then what? Okay, so five months happens and I'm, I'm, I'm off paper with the system. Now what? Well, now you could do this and do that and do that. And I go, why? Is it something I want to do? Is it something that, you know, will, will benefit me? Yeah, probably. I mean, I could use a better job, better pay and benefits and all that. But I don't want to get locked into this kind of suburban nine-to-five nightmare. Like, you know, in the end, that day job just, it, it just pays to do all the creative stuff that I want to eventually get paid to do. Um, and I don't want to get trapped in, like I said, this kind of Edward Scissorhands pastel suburban nightmare world. So that's it. Uh, that's, that's the list you cannot see. There was nothing I really need to go a lot of detail into. Um, I, for, I did want to go into more detail with general hopelessness, but, um, it's, it's just hard to describe. It, it's just this kind of anchor in my chest that I'm just like, eh, it, you know, life is what it is, and I, I, I'm not going to try to fight it. Um, or maybe I should fight it. I mean, like, go against that depression. Go against that, that natural default, um, you know, pessimism and, and uh, depression. So we'll see. Maybe I'll try to snap myself out of it, um, you know, this week. And, uh, you know, I'll catch back up with you guys uh, next week. So, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. These have been my neuroses. Take them as you will. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN. You're at home for almost bacon and banjo!